Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. So glad to have you all here with me this evening. It is Tuesday evening here in San Diego in the AM 1170 KCBQ studios. And I'm so excited to not only share this time with you all out there on Facebook and Twitter and follow me there at Andrea Kay Show and friend me on Facebook. But I'm also sharing this time with none other than Dijon Dillon. Hey. <laughs> you know what? That's not the voice. They got so many of the Andrea K. Show listeners excited when you first started working my show, baby. Well, I'm pretty sure the first thing I ever said on your show was, hello, ladies. <laughs> That's what it was. Smooth, brother. Smooth. Silky. Silky. And I tell you who else is Silky, who's sharing the time with me, and who's actually in studio with me today, and I'm super excited to have him here. It is Chris Marabella from Marabella Finance. Hey, Chris. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. I'm glad to be here. It's going to be a lot of fun being with you again. I enjoyed the uh, interview we did in July. Yeah. Well, actually, that was on Close Up. You were on my show. Was it last week you called in? You did yeah. a little tease. Right, right. That was uh, last week. We were talking a little bit about what's going on in the economy right now. Yeah. And so um, I always like to make sure we dedicate each time. You know how passionate I am about the topics like we talked about last night. We're going to revisit that radical Islam and what's going on with the administration and with the Republican Party on that. But I got to get into some economics, too, because we've the two number one issues for the American people and they really kind of go hand in hand, and we're going to talk about why. The two main issues for the American people going forward is the threat that we face with radical Islam as well as the economy. And they're tied together because you remember what happened after 9-11, what damage that did to our economy? You look at the damage that it does to just the institution up in San Bernardino, what happened to them? So it's as much economic tyranny and terror as it is the terror to our society and just the deaths of innocent Americans. So we're going to get into some economics later on the show. We got to have a little break from all the seriousness by having my gal Della B on the show. So she's going to be with us. So we're going to have a lot of fun as well as delve into some serious topics. So I'm pleased to have you all here with me. Before we get going, Chris, how can people get information on you? What's your, what's your website and are you on Twitter and Facebook? Yeah, we are on Facebook. Uh, again, I specialize in arranging financing for net lease retail properties. We're doing a lot of the Walgreens, CVS, uh, Walmart, many others. Our website is uh, www.marabellafinance.com. My number is 760-479-0800. You can also text me at 760-803-6464. So that's lots of different ways to get a hold of Chris. He's a local guy, and I want to start bringing in some more local experts here to the Andrea K. Show because economics and real people are going to be voting because their lives are impacted by what's happening in America and their lives are impacted with the threat that we face from radical Islam as well as the economics. And so Chris, hopefully, is going to be one of my ongoing experts here on the show. You know, was Trump listening to the Andrea K. Show? Last night, actually, I actually don't have an in. I'm not like my buddy Wayne Allen Root, who says he's got Trump's ear. But it seems as though Trump might have been listening to the Andrea K. show last night, because what did he talk about? He echoed what I said about radical Islam and, and immigration. He, people are saying that it's crazy today. What's crazy about saying, here's the people that are coming here. They're, look at this woman, Malik Tafshini, or whatever her name is, who was one of 200,000 
Pakistani refugees that has been brought into this country. They're telling us, they're lying to us, telling us that they can vet these people. There's absolutely no way to vet intent. There's no way to mind read. That's typical liberalism, thinking that liberalism is all about control. It's all about mind control, gun control, uh, through Obamacare, which we're going to talk about later on the show. This whole climate change hoax. It's all about trying to gain control of the American people. And one of the ways they, they think that they can mind control people that hate speech legislation is all about trying to get inside people's heads you can't get inside people's heads and know whether somebody coming out of pakistan who's who is supposedly coming here on a finance a, a fiance visa is coming here to do us harm or not i want to get into a little bit more into what i talked about last night because those are kind of generalized terms you know the deceit that's going on with us about islam is that and and president obama in his speech talked about oh that's just isis just a little death cult they're just a small percentage i raised the question on my show last night and to bernie carrick about let's talk about the real percentage that are Radicals, because I really don't like this new term called radicalization, which acts as though these normal people walking down the street are hit by lightning and suddenly wanting to go and build a bomb in their house and kill Americans. That is not what we're facing here. There is an ideology difference, an ideology issue, not a difference. And we don't have any way of knowing as we're bringing people here what the difference is between somebody who's wanting to come here and just live life as an American from these areas or coming here and do what Malik did. So I talked last night, what's really the percentage of the people that are anti-American, anti-Jew, that are not peaceful, that are part of the radical element of Islam? And of course, we've got Hillary Clinton who's saying she won't use the word radical. She says because she doesn't want to indict an entire religion. There's something really wrong when we have a candidate running for the president of the United States who's willing to use words like radical and, and extremist against Americans, Christians, conservatives, and veterans, but she won't use it against an ideology of people who want to literally destroy us. Dr. Ahmed said to me on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, these terrorists are in a war against Western civilization. Don't you people think? Don't you think at all? Let's get into some math. Great article from National Review. I encourage everybody to go and watch it and read it because they talk about the math and it gets into what I was talking about last night in terms of what real percentage are we talking about here uh, that are radicals. And they do a, a great example in this article dispelling the few extremist myth about uh, Islam. And they talk about the best way to Im imagine really the percentages is through a pyramid. First of all, they say that the, that jihadists represent the natural and inevitable outgrowth of a faith that is given over to hate on a massive scale. Hundreds of millions of believers hold the views that most Americans would, if Americans really knew and I'm hoping that this article is going to lend some credence to what I talked about last night. If they really knew what their ideology on a massive scale was about, everybody would be on board with Trump right now. People are saying that he's insane. Insane is burying your heads to the truth. Here's the truth. They talk about a pyramid. They say the base of the pyramid, the most broadly held, and this is based on polling, the most broadly held hatred in the Islamic world at the very base of the pyramid is anti-Semitism. Staggering numbers. 
of Muslims express these views worldwide. So of the $1.8 billion Muslims that they keep telling us are so peaceful, the vast majority of them, upwards of 75%, 92% of Iraqis, 74% of North African and Middle Eastern residents uh, are anti-Semitic. 69% of these supposedly secular Turks, 74% of Saudis. That's just a, that, That's just a start, a starting point. So yeah, such a religion of peace, right? Um, when you go look across the board of uh, the trend towards, the article goes on to talk about um, e- that this even exists in Muslim nations that are not even in the Middle East. If you look at, at Malaysia, 61% of Malaysia. You get into Thailand, though, which is mostly majority Buddhist, and it's only 13%. So there's an issue in this religion. This woman who came here in San Bernardino, who supposedly got radicalized, was studying in a madrasa that has U.S. branches. This is being taught right here on our own soil right now. Andrea? Yes. You know, the thing that I found kind of ridiculous, well, I think Americans are really fair that— they weren't doing any racial profiling when they when they saw the people in the garage uh, putting these things together, like bombs or mm-hmm. whatever they were doing. Right. They didn't really want to go over and ask them what's going on or tell the authorities. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, we're so politically correct today. Everybody's trying, as Trump is saying, it's getting us in trouble. Well, yeah. And then you've got the Department of Justice coming out and saying, everybody's saying, see something, say something. But then you got the, the Department of Justice coming out and saying, you see something and say something only if it involves a Confederate flag and maybe a 70, a bad 70s show called Dukes of Hazard. But don't you say anything about Muslims. The, the, and, you know, the next level of pyramid, and, and I'm hoping that people will, one of the reasons why I'm getting into, Chris, all these details about the uh-huh. specifics and the math here in, in Muslims and dispelling the myths about Islam. Islam is I'm bust. I, I'm on board with Trump trying to bust through the political correctness because it is literally killing us. And the American people who are buying into this crap of, oh, it's just a small percentage, need to wake up to the reality because the reality is a huge percentage of the $1.8 billion Muslims around the world. You look at this next level of the pyramid that they're talking about here in this National Re- Review Online. The next level of the pyramid is commitment to deadly Islamic supremacy. This means that CARE and, and the Muslim Brotherhood who are here right now wanting to talk about replacing the Constitution with Koran have support across the board of hundreds of millions of Muslims. And in the these Muslim nations that uh, support uh, Islamic supremacy, they have a death penalty for apostasy or blasphemy. And the vast majority, hundreds of millions of Muslims around the world support this ideology. So don't tell me that this isn't, that this isn't, that they're the same as everybody else and that we're picking on a religion. Getting past supremacy, we get to the next level, which is uh, the number of Muslims who are terrorist sympathizers. And, you know... That gets into a tricky area because, you know, you now you're starting to get into, okay, they sympathize, but does it mean they're actually going to take action on board with with the terrorist? Well, you know, if you're going to be sympathetic to a terrorist, you, you, you're somebody that could potentially pick up a weapon, in my opinion. Uh, 34% people still supported Osama bin Laden. You look at the support of ISIS. Majority of Muslims say that they reject ISIS, 
But um, this goes on to say in polled Muslim polled countries, roughly 50 million people express sympathy for ISIS, which is a terrorist army that burns prisoners alive, throws gay men off of buildings and beheads political opponents. 72 percent of Pakistanis refused to express an unfavorable view of ISIS. There should be nobody getting on a plane coming here from Pakistan. We're going to take a break. When we come back from the other side, we're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about a vote that's taking place from the, uh, from the Republican Party today involving a waiver. I had no idea about what's really going on in terms of importing this ideology here into this country. It's far worse than I thought, and it's involving a waiver of visas. So we're going to pick this up on the other side. This is The Andrea K Show on AM 1170 KCBQ. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? Levita Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, Levita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LevitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Ooh, DJ, DJ Dijon playing some of my favorite smooth grooves. That's a little TLC talking about some creeping. And we're talking about creeping right here on the Andrea K Show in the form of creeping Sharia brought to you by the U.S. government that's importing the ideology that is not peaceful. It is about conquest. It's about a caliphate. We've got roughly, and of course nobody really knows, roughly 1.8 million Muslims in the world and we're being told that a very small percentage of them is, is a death cult. And I'm going through a great article I found on National Review because I was posing this question last night. What's the real percentage of Muslims that are radical versus the peaceful? And um, kind of shocking here. And it gets really difficult. We're, we've been using the analogy National Review did of a pyramid starting at the base of anti-Semitism. It gets harder as you get to the top to know which ones are really 
um, to the point to where they're ready to do something that's going to destroy Western civilization. What we do know, according to this article, is that anti-Israel terrorism is so popular in Saudi Arabia that a telethon once raised $100 million to support the 2002 Intifada. Not a mention in Obama's speech of Israel. I'm on board with Trump. I tell you who I'm not on board with is Speaker John Ryan. No, you do not speak for the Republican Party. You were not elected by me. I did not vote you into that position. So do not pretend that you speak for me. You speak for yourself when you say that you that we should not be looking at them and considering their, quote, religion before bringing them here. Absolutely, we should. And what I have been saying and continue to say is let's take the religious element out of it because it's really not that the religion is just a part of it. This is a political ideology. They, that's what this caliphate is about. Look at Iran, American people. Stop being bullied by the political correct, correctness of it being religion and be about religious freedom, which Paul Ryan made it be about today, that idiot. This is about politics. They are a political system. Look at Iran. What did they do with their revolution? They made the, There's no daylight between their government and Islam. And that's what they want everywhere. And that's their intent here. And it, we need to remove the religious protections from them. And we need to be smart. What Trump said was not, let's never bring another Muslim here again. He said, not let's stop this and put a pause on it. And Rand Paul echoed him and said, let's do this until the government gets their act together and figures it out. Today, we've got a vote. I did not know this, Chris. Did you know that right now we have something called a visa waiver program to where somebody coming through Europe doesn't even have to have a passport because they're considered such allies that... No passport? I yeah, can't go. Crazy. I can't get on a three-day cruise that's out of nuts. Long Beach to Mexico without right. my passport. Are you kidding me? Did you know 20 million visitors a year are, are given free travel here with not even a passport? So you've got how many? We don't even know how many British people are going to Syria, uh-huh. taking up arms with ISIS, learning how to make bombs. Then they go back to London, don't even need a passport to come here. That's amazing. That, it's, that's shocking. Yeah. And, and people today that. are talking about Trump being insane. Right. So, you know, hat tip to this guy from Texas and Ed Royce from California who said, we, you know, we've got to we've got to stop this. We've got to, to end this visa waiver program. This is insane. Forty percent of all overseas visitors are, are part of this every year from 38 different countries. You know, it is not, you know, people talking about our values. Paul Ryan's today saying this isn't our values. Your values are supposed to be the Constitution, Mr. Ryan. Your values are supposed to be about protecting the American people. And safety for the American people, right? And exactly. It, yeah. I mean, that makes me feel pretty insecure. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I have no confidence right now in the Republican Party. We're going to talk a little bit later about a vote that they did, which, you know, I think was intended to make people feel a little bit more um you know, positive about the Republican Party. But when I'm seeing Trump being attacked for common sense, the left loves to talk about common sense solutions. And when I'm seeing Trump attacked for a common sense by the Republican Party, uh, you know, for a common sense solution, which is, hey, until we get this figured out, let's stop bringing people here uh, from these countries. In fact, you know, this this is actually not even a new idea, Chris. Back in um, 
1938, there was, under FDR, the Wagner-Rogers bill was introduced in an effort to liberalize existing immigration laws. Hat tip to David Appleyard, the Ken Jennings of Facebook, who sent this to me, uh, to allow 20,000 German refugees to immigrate into the U.S. annually. Uh, Congressmen argued that the admission of refugees would endanger national security because Nazis could what? Plant espionage agents in with the refugees, which ISIS has already said. ISIS, I reported a year ago that ISIS said they were going to use this Syrian refugee crisis opportunity to make their way in. But even if they're not part of ISIS, this woman went over from, she didn't go there, she was from Pakistan, went to a madrasa that we have here in the United States and came over here after learning with her, with her, you know, fiance, thanks to Al Qaeda magazine Inspire, how to build some IEDs. And let me tell you, President Obama says there's no evidence that this is this is organized or this attack was a part of any organized. That's a lie. Twenty eight thousand dollars was deposited in, into their account. This man, I know the government workers are overpaid. But he didn't, $28,000 was deposited into his account weeks before. They had a whole lot of weaponry that cost a whole lot of money. And their bombs were so sophisticated, they were set to explode after the massacre. This could have been a whole lot worse. And I'll tell you something else. I can't reveal any names. But I got messaged within two minutes of this attack from somebody who has a family member in intelligence who said this name was on the radar and this was being watched and people knew in advance in our intelligence community that this could possibly go down and they did nothing to stop it. So to hear that doctor yesterday yesterday say these poor people didn't have a chance, they did have a chance, but the United States government right now with a complicit Republican Party is not willing to do what they need to do to keep the American people safe and that's the truth and the American people need to, you know, they're talking about Rubio, talking about oh America are scared. We're angry. I'm angry that I've got it. I've got a government that's not doing its job. That's pandering and t- and and talking. You know, trying to get people uh, uh, to feel guilty if they question what's going on out there. It. You know, they're, what they're doing with the Muslim population is the same thing they're they're doing with the black community. It's all about fostering divide. It's all about making people feel victimized so that then the Democrat Party can have that as a voting block for power. And the Republican Party is also doing the same thing with Paul Ryan. If the Republican Party was smart, they'd get off this freedom of religion thing and say, you know what, this is a political enemy that we face. Their aim is political, not this nonsense from yesterday like this woman's talking about the purpose of, you know, Islam is, you know, to have us stop doing ordinary things. You know, this isn't about them trying to keep us from trimming a Christmas tree. Okay, this is about completely taking over our way of life in a couple of, of different ways. Um, another thing that they're talking about is, well, you know, this woman dropped off, they dropped off their six-month-old baby before they did this. People acting so shocked, Chris, as though, you know, these terrorists just didn't have any sense of humanity. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? This is what Islam is about. It's insane. And I'm hearing some theories. Chris Steyerwalt is saying that, you know, here everybody's pointing out how bad of a speech it was from President Obama in terms of, you know, the, the not being honest about the threat that we face with Islam and, and pushing with and beating people with a political correct stick and Trump coming out and saying what he did is feeding that. No, Trump... 
that's Steyerwalt wanting to spin this around and and put it in the minds of the Republican voters that Trump has done something wrong. Trump ran, got to the top of the pack because he was honest about what was going on with our southern border and the illegal, illegal immigration issue there. They know that he's being honest now and what he's talking about makes sense. So that kind of spin ain't going to get over on most of the voters. And, you know, I and I also, you know, saw Laura Ingram on the news this morning talking about, oh, we could end up with a... Uh, crisis at the convention, you know, with Trump and, you know, the establishment people are freaking out right now, but the American people aren't, if they think that they aren't freaking out over Trump, they're looking at him thinking we might have somebody who's actually going to do something. Now, during the break, I think it was during the break, you mentioned yeah. a really good point, Chris, mm-hmm. about, um, you know, some steps that need to be taken, you know, in addition to this, you know, some common sense immigration laws. Why are we not drill, 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 drill everywhere to get some energy independence? That's a great question. I mean, I think that that would solve a lot of problems, don't you? If we had energy independence, we wouldn't have to depend on the Middle East. We probably wouldn't have all these problems. Yeah. And we could have been doing that a long time ago. Yeah. Instead, we where's the Republican Party been with that? Nobody's been really pushing for it. And uh, because we've got the Republican Democrats are always pounding on the Republicans for it. So, well, and we've got the Republican Party. I was talking last night. Jeb was saying, you know, in New Hampshire early Uh on. But I think even before he even officially announced his candidacy, he said his number one issue was climate change. And what is tied to climate change? Oh, the fear about fossil fuels and we and, you know, drilling and this and that. And, you know, what was that, baby? Drill, baby, drill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we could be completely I'm not an energy expert, but I estimates were that within 10 years, we could have been completely energy independent. And on top of it, not only would it make us safer in terms of terrorism, because, you know, the big excuse for why we've had to be buddies with Saudi Arabia all this time was because of, you know, their oil. We could we could be doing a couple of things. We could be taking Trump's right about another thing. What are we doing going into Iraq and helping them out and building infrastructure? We, We should have gotten their oil. You know, we, we were being accused we'd kill of it a lot anyway. Of bills, uh, birds with one stone. I yeah. mean, we, the economy would be get, getting better as it is with the lower, you know, gasoline prices. Right. Plus, we'd become energy efficient, and we we wouldn't have all this friction with the Middle East. Well, I know. What about the jobs? You look at Keystone Pipeline. Right. You have many- all the jobs, all the people drilling. You you know, it would be you know, but we're not doing that. No. We're, we're and, just. And the Republican Party, where are they with Keystone? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun, but we're gonna also then keep it serious because we're we're gonna talk to Della B, but then we're also gonna talk about some economics and keep the party rolling here. This is Tuesday, the Tuesday edition of the Andrea K Show on AMA AM eleven seventy. The Answer KCBQ. When the night has come and the land is dark. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. 
Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation, a fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. to the Andrea K show. I am every woman. <laughs> so glad to have you all here with me. I'm also glad to be sharing this hour with Dijon Dillon, as well as Chris Marabella, who's in with me, my finance guru economics. We're going to be spending a lot of time in the second half of the show getting into that. We were actually talking about a little bit before the break. Keystone Pipeline, hello, energy independence. We want to be like putting some hurt on their attempts to take us over. That's one way to go about it while also creating some jobs and putting some food on people's tables. Speaking of food, not that Della reminds me of food, but she reminds me of all things yummy. Hey, Della, welcome back to the Andrea K Show, baby. Hey, baby. How was your Thanksgiving, doll? I don't think we talked to you before Thanksgiving, did we? I don't know. I'm not Uh, sure. I had a a great Thanksgiving because I'm always thankful. Yeah, you thankful. What are you thankful for? Them crazy people up in La La? Oh, my. They just, they give me so much to be thankful for. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just never a dull moment. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who are you thankful for today? Um, you know, I'm thankful for the internet because there's so many goodies that you can you can find out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for my girl Stacy Dash. Oh, love her. You know, Stacy was an actress and then she 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 did her own thing. Uh Stacy Dash is normal on the internet and Fox News. They invited her to be a a commentator on there giving cultural analysis and commentary and I just love her cuz she just she talks the way Lots of people talk, and she says lots of things that people are thinking. So she was on a, uh, the Outnumbered show the other morning, and she decided to give her views. Or it, you know, they asked her on there for her cultural analysis mm-hmm. of um, of President Obama Dama Ling Long's um, <laughs> ISIS speech. You know, okay. And she basically said that he could give a S H I you know what mm-hmm. about terrorism. And yeah, she well, immediately says, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's well, so she, so she went street. She there. went street. She yeah. said what everybody was thinking that had any <laughs> brains in their head. Well, then uh, retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Ralph Peters. Oh, on my the, man. Peters. Uh, Love him. Uh, yeah. On Varney and Company, he's asked by Stuart Varney, give us your thoughts as you're watching the speech. So, like, tell us your internal monologue. So he proceeds to tell Varney, you know, how he's watching it, and we're not scared, and you're scared, and, you know, the first president in history to be a coward. And then he says that he's P-I-S-S-E-D, and then proceeds to call him P-U, crooked letter, crooked letter, Y. Yeah, you know, I had heard this story, but hearing it from you, Della, just puts a whole different perspective on it. You know what? These are two great Americans. You've got Stacey Dash, who's coming out of Hollywood, okay, getting into getting into the for Hollywood standards, getting a little later in the years, but you know, deciding to throw whatever chances she's got, maybe at, at continuing to be an actress aside, to speak her truth. Okay, she should be celebrated. And don't those people up there, those executives, have a have a delay button? Okay, can't they hit? That's, that's yes. That I is mean, come on. Thing. That's exactly right. And do you know that Fox has been very ir- irresponsible? And this is what I love about the internet. It's been Fox has been very irresponsible in the past. During a Shepard Smith uh, broadcast in 2012, he kept saying, "Get off, get off, get off," and they did. The control room did not get off and showed a man commit suicide on the air live. Right. And then let's talk about how many times Bob Beckel uh-huh. has dropped the F-bomb and the S-bomb over and over and yeah. over and over and over again. And he continues to sit there. Right. I suppose if he was using the F-bomb or the S-bomb against the, you know, in referring to the, the liar-in-chief, then he, he, might, he might get in trouble. He might mm-hmm. get suspended for two weeks like them. You know, back in 1977... The picture of the year, along with every other practical awards, was a movie by the name of Network. And it was a, a drama um, that, that captured the imagination of the American people at that time. And we're back there again. And, and, and what it was is the networks decided to exploit a crazy anchor man that went off one night. And one of the things he did, which became a mantra for many people, was he told the viewers, go and open the window and scream out, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that is where that, that is reasonable minds in the United States of America today. That is becoming our mantra. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, and if they thought that maybe I'm not really sure what their goal was in suspending them, given the history, which you talked about with Beckel. But if it was to try to marginalize them, to try to marginalize their mes- message in some way, because the word is, is that Roger Ailes' sons have taken over and they're, they're leaning left. You know, the American people, I tweeted out last night, hashtag, I stand with Colonel Peters. And you know what? I stand with that beautiful, smart, crazy, talented, dead on accurate Stacey Dash. She, and post, she posted on her Twitter, uh, right at, you know, right after I suppose she got the word, mm-hmm. consequences. Some yeah. of us have to pay them gladly. Well, good for her. So I stand with you too, Stacy. Hey, you know who stands with me, Della, before I got to let you go? Who's that? Do you know who Tyga is? Tyga, okay. Uh-huh. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Ex-boyfriend of none. I know you did. You know you had no intention of talking Kardashian today, but I got to leave oh. you with this because you might be jealous. The man himself, the real Tyga, uh-huh. former boyfriend of Kylie Jenner, followed me on Twitter this morning. No way. He did, baby. Mm-hmm. No way. You're getting all the biggies. Didn't you, get, <laughs> didn't you have some? Uh, what's her name? Jameson. Oh. <laughs> the porn star. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for outing that on the Andrew <laughs> I would rather talk about being followed by James Woods, but that's okay. We're going to have James a celebrity Wood. edition of the Andrea Case Show. Oh, oh. You know, James Wood is, is right in my vault, my Hall of Fame of yeah. Hollywood celebrities. is James Woods, um, Gary Sinise, Stacey yeah. Dash, John Voight. Yeah. And, and and I'm I'm also proud to be followed by Hannity. There's other there's other good names besides Jenna Jameson who's following me. It uh, was just for a second, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's actually had some good. She is like pro Second Amendment people. Okay, that is one woman who's like from her cold dead hands because because she doesn't have anywhere else to to store it the weapon right because she ain't never right. got any clothes on so anyway right. all right i guess we got to leave it there thank you della love you Mwah. all right oh that della cracks me up um speaking of gun control you know what i wanted i talked yesterday about some numbers i don't know if you're familiar with um if you've been tracking these stocks chris but yesterday um i reported on the number of people after uh, on Black Friday that went out, I don't have the number with me. It's something like it was close to like 200,000 people, Chris, decided at, that they were going to go out and defend themselves. I mean, the American people get it. Bad guy right. coming through the door at you. You know, you're not you're you not going to you need a gun. You're not going to win them over with a smile right. or saying, right. you know, you know, I, hey, I defended you the other day and told people y'all were right. the peaceful people or whatever. So then I got some stats somebody sent to me on the stocks of what's happening with. Um, like Smith and West. Yeah, it was up twenty. It's up uh, like six percent. I mean, the stock is just jumping. It's climbing. It's going. Yeah. Um. One of the two, the two main reasons why the American people, a majority of the American people, which included Democrats and independents, gave the majority to the Republican Party in 2014 was Obamacare. And it was the borders because it, it both both for those specific issues themselves as well as what it represented because the American people could see that we had an overreach. We had a president through the executive orders and amnesty who was just completely what checks and balances, what co-equal branches. I'm the imperial dude who's just going to do whatever I want to do. And I'm tired of waiting on Congress. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. So the American people said, we don't like Obamacare. We don't like the open borders. And we don't like a tyrannical overreaching government and a president who thinks he's a dictator and can get it over on the American people. So I, like many people, was really unhappy with the Republican Party who turned right around, led by Boehner, turned right around and funded Obamacare, funded everything basically through the fall of 2015. In a show of, you know, hey, you know, uh, Republicans, we hear you. Um, The Senate passed the budget bill from the House, which repeals Obamacare and defunds Planned Parenthood. And it's got to go to Obama for a vote. We know he's going to veto it. Um, But I find it interesting for a couple of reasons, because first of all, it was vetoed to uh, not vetoed. It was voted to, quote, nullify Obamacare. 
which is which is a powerful message to us or is supposed to be a powerful message to us because it wasn't just in the past trying to repeal certain aspects. You know, so many people have been gnawboning over what's the best way to eat this monster? Do we just try to just defund it? Do we deal with specific aspects of it because we're told now that it's in play, that it's never going to go away? How to do this? So what the Republican Party did, which I thought was actually very smart, was the way Obamacare got passed was through a, a process called reconciliation, which means that they need only 51 votes instead of 60, which would then make it veto-proof, but that's how they got Obamacare through. That's what the Republican Party did here with this nullify Obamacare vote. We know Obama's going to veto it, but um, they did get it through as well as defunding Planned Parenthood. It's supposed to be a message vote. But where's the messaging been? This was passed last Thursday. Come on, Republicans. You were given the majority because of the people, you know, uh, for Obamacare and the open borders. And then when we saw all those videos where Planned Parenthood executives with STEM, whatever they, STEM Express or whatever it was out of Colorado, blatantly talking about picking through baby parts to sell them, which is illegal. You know, it's bad enough there's been no investigation. But, you know, the American people were outraged. I know so many pro-choice people who said, I had no idea, no idea that this was going on. They know the, this whole thing about your body, her body, her choice is ridiculous. When we're, when we're talking about a six month pregnant woman, that is a person. It's a human being. People were outraged over this. You've had, you've passed a key vote that would mean so much to the American people and to your electorate. And, and you did it for messaging, and you haven't messaged on it. You haven't said a word to the American people. Good grief. I, I I had to ask somebody today, hey, didn't I, on my way here, didn't I hear something about defunding Planned Parenthood? I, didn't I see a headline somewhere? Because I haven't heard one Republican go to a microphone and talk about it. Not one. And y'all know I spent a whole lot of time looking at this stuff. We've got, we're in primary season right now. Well, I know we've got a debate next week. I don't know what CNN gotcha questions is going to throw at them. In the meantime, set up yourselves for success at that debate by owning these, these key hot button issues that everybody, most Americans can get behind. The majority of Americans want secure borders. The majority of the Americans want to trash Obamacare because they know that it was a lie. We were told you, if you liked your doctor, you could keep it. If you liked your insurance company, you could keep it. It was a lie. It's nobody's access to healthcare is any better. Everybody's deductibles are up. Everybody's cost for premiums has skyrocketed. And you're not saying anything. You can also be talking about Planned Parenthood and about, about what this means to the American people to have it not, to, to have it not funded. You want to talk, you want to, Paul Ryan, you want to come out and lecture the American people about freedom of religion, but you're not talking about this. You're not talking about the fact that Christians and Catholics and yeah, even Muslims, their taxpayer dollars were taken from them to do something that is against their religion. And what about Obamacare? Well, we had Hobby Lobby and we had the, the, the little sisters of the poor being told through Obamacare that they had to violate their religious principles. And you say nothing about this? Are you kidding me? You guys act like you you don't want to win. You must not want to win establishment. Maybe that's why you're pushing back against Trump. It's and Andrea, that goes back to the, the debt in the United States. We have $18.1 trillion in national debt. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, debt to GMP is over 100%. It hasn't been that high since World War II. It's nuts. Yeah. And, with the, and, and there hasn't been anything done from the Republican Party 
to address that. They keep telling us through Cromnibus and through all these other, you know, oh, we got to raise the debt ceiling because they allow themselves to be bullied into submission with threats of shutting down the government. We we have got to one of the things that Trump said that also propelled him to the front of the pack was that he said we get to a certain point of debt in this country and we're dead. We're oblivious. We're done. We're, yeah. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to spend a little time with Chris getting into some of these economic numbers and what it means to be 100% of GDP, what it means to have this kind of debt going forward. This, this better be talked about and addressed in a way the American people can understand in next week's debate. Whew. Got to take a break. Don't change that doll, though. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen & Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen & Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657333. Miramar Kitchen you're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the answer we got it together didn't we we've definitely got our thing together don't we Yep, we got it together right here on the Andrea K show we do we got it all together here and we're bringing it all together for you all so far we've been talking about Radical Islam, we've been talking about the immigration plan. Thank goodness there's going to be a vote today. I'm going to keep my eyes on what's happening with the, that waiver, visa waiver program. We had Miss Della B on, keeping it together with us, telling us what's happening in La La. We're, now we're getting into some economics. Before the break, we were talking with Chris Marbella from Marbella Finance, who was telling me that what I did not know. We are already at 100% of GDP. We've, we've, we, these are real serious times and the Republican party needs to get their act together in terms of messaging to help the American people understand the true dire situation we're in. Romney failed to do that in 2012. He stood up there at that podium and acted like, oh, I'm going to be fine if I win. Obama's going to, if I lose, Obama's going to be fine if he loses. No, we, we need to communicate and the Republican party needs to communicate to the American people the dire situation we're in and what we need to do to turn things around. What does it hundred what does it mean to a nation, Chris, to be at a hundred percent of GDP? Well, on average we've been about sixty percent. It's no different than a person getting a loan on a house. Uh, would you go get a hundred and ten percent of your house value in a what loan? Is, okay, to, so so in other words, right now, right now we're spending a million dollars a minute in interest, and that's really what's hamstringing the economy. The Federal Reserve really can't push the gas on the economy and get it going because if there's a slight bit of inflation, 
they have to raise the interest rates. If you noticed about every year, we go through a period of stagnation, right? Mm -hmm. It's going, it's going great. And then all of a sudden it slows down. The reason for that is the Federal Reserve knows that if the rates go up, we're, we can't uh, service the debt, the government debt. And basically that's going to start to crowd out Medicare, defense, social security, so, because we're going to be paying more interest if the rates go up and and the problem right now is the debt ceiling the only way that we've been we can pay for these higher rates is by raising that debt ceiling so what are what are your options right your options are one cut spending it's no different than a person cut spending two uh raise taxes or three make more money right and the only way we can make more money is to start to take care of our house here bring manufacturing back from China and start to get industry going again, then we can get out of this pickle. And what I know from the business shows that I did for years and having the presidents and CEOs of San Diego based businesses here, the regulations from the government at the state and federal level are crippling manufacturers. That's why they're going overseas. Right. The, you know, the, the Democrat Party's done a good job in demonizing business owners and corporations for, you know, outsourcing as though the only reason why they're doing it is to, instead of making a gazillion dollars a year, now they're going to make a triple gazillion. No, the reality is to stay afloat, to absolutely stay afloat and stay alive to be you, you they have to go to mexico and you know that that's the reality or or go to china or go to south america china currently holds 1.3 trillion of our debt and and japan 1.2 trillion mm -hmm. so they have a lot of influence on the currency so they can continue to keep their currency weak and ours is strong we mm -hmm. buy their stuff and they lend the money to us yeah so and we're we're kind of like enslaved to them now right exactly in a way yeah, and, we and are. We've got to do something about that right yeah. away. Or, or as you said earlier, the whole economy is going to implode. Yeah, because when you're at a, a, a 100% of GDP, that yeah. means you owe more than you, you're making, right? Yeah. Isn't that what that means? Well, to, yeah. for, for, Mary, yeah. for I mean, I want to make sure that we can explain this in a way that's in simple terms. And what other it's nations? Just, it's just debt. Yeah, We've it's got good. more debt than we have assets. It's like we right. have more liabilities than we have assets. Now, what, so we're upside down. Now, now. Let's talk about some other nations that were upside down and what happened to them. Greece, Spain. This is very real that we are looking at a financial collapse. And one of the reasons why I think Trump is, is in the lead is because he's one of the few people that's come along who can articulate, who seems to understand how money works and understand right. how economies work and understand how manufacturing and businesses operate and how to maybe bring them back here and how to deal with these other nations that, like he says, are taking advantage of us. We are, he's right. We are enslaved to China. Right. And, you know, we, the American people are voting for, in 2016, two things, the economy and uh, the war on terror. Now, you've got some interesting I, I analysis. Give you, I want to give you a quick metaphor. It's like having- Real quick, because so then I want to get okay. into your other it's analysis. It's like having somebody that's overweight- and you give them a Twinkie to feel good. Sure, they're going to feel good for a couple of days, then they're going to crash. Mm -hmm. Or you tell them, look, I'm going to put you on a, a vigorous exercise plan. You're going to do Pilates. You're going to surf. You're going to play tennis, whatever it is. And uh, we're going to put you on a special diet. Sure, the guy's going to have pain for about six months, but then he's going to come out strong. And he's going to, in the long run, he's going to be in much better shape. That's uh the same with the U.S. economy. We need to be like the guy that goes on the diet and exercises. We can't keep 
eating Twinkies. And unfortunately, with the Republican Party allowing it to get to this point, you know, that's not as sexy and, and as exciting of a message as telling people, oh, we're going to give you free college education and free right. this we and free that. that. It's unsustainable. Yeah. It's, not, it's not realistic. Yeah. But we but we don't really, other than Trump, and that's one reason why the longer it gets into this, I have not officially backed him, but the longer it gets into this, we've got to have somebody who can really articulate Th- that and, and get people to rally behind it and understand, you know, the, the reality of the consequences. Now, you had some information you brought that has to do with campaign elections yeah. and economics. I mean, basically about a, uh, a year or two before the economist Ray Fair indicate there's certain factors that he looks at to see who's going to be reelected. Um, and I'll go through that. Uh, one is which party's currently in power. Two, whether an incumbent is running for a reelection. Three, the growth in total income in the six months before the election. And four, the rate at which prices are rising in the two years before the election. So, of course, Obama's going to do everything he can, you know, with those variables. And he's not going to he's not going to rock the boat right now. Right. And that's well, We had two or three debates before we got into any kind of economics. We definitely don't have any inflation, that's for sure. I mean, I don't see, uh, you know, people winning in line at restaurants because I don't see the economy being that great right now. No. And that's because uh, Obama's basically put it on autopilot. Yeah, he has. He's not really doing anything about it. Although, although, you know, I'm seeing, when I go to, I don't know where you shop in in San Diego, because I don't know if we live in the same parts of the county, but in my grocery store, my Vons, I'm paying twice right now for every item in the grocery store as I was before Obama took election. So there's stagflation. Yeah. Um, Eggs, bread, milk. Um, One of the ways that they're doing it, the manufacturers are doing it, is, you know, um, the packaging is smaller for the same price. So there's a few different ways that they're doing it, but I'm paying double for everything. So to me, you know, well, that goes back to government regulation and taxes. Right. And we had multiple debates. I think the first Fox debate, there was not one economic question asked. The Republican party has an opportunity here with through the economics and and Trump, I I just really think he's the guy to do it. We got to have somebody who's willing to say loudly, boldly, with no political correctness. Here's the issues we face economically. We are at 100 percent GDP. We got too much debt, and here's the reality is it, about is Islam. Is it going to be easy? No, <clears throat> it's going to be like the guy I just told you about that works out and goes on a diet. Right. Is it going to be hard? Right. But if we don't do it <clears throat> for the long run, our kids are going to suffer. Chris Marbella, right? Chris Marbella, Marbella Finance. Your website is www.marabellafinance.com. You know, I'm a debt guy. That's what I do. Awesome. Well, if, you, if you've if you got <clears throat> any questions on anything related to that, give Chris a call. I am going to be on Craig's Sewing Show tonight right here on AM 1170, KCBQ at 6 o'clock. I'm also going to be on America Trends TV tonight at 7 p.m. That's U2America.com. I'm here every Monday and Tuesday night at 8. So join me here. Follow me on Facebook and, uh, and like my fan page and follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Thank you all. Love you all. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Because I'm happy. Let me know if you know what happiness is to you.